Bismillahirrahmanirrahim In the name of Allah most gracious most merciful How to find peace and serenity Part 2 Chapter 2 How to get closer to God bonding with the creator god's test to strengthen our faith developing links with god seeking sincere forgiveness a believer's good deeds turning good deeds into lifelong habits god answers everyone's prayers prayer a special connection with god <clears throat> bonding with the creator we are pretty much aware of what remembering god entails it's about daily prayers regular reading quran fasting enjoining good and other obligations and of course forbidding evil but what is important is growing in this relationship and to grow in this relationship such that god comes rushing to us as mentioned in a hadith qudsi there are two things that need to be taken care of consistency in worship and leaving all that can turn us away from god's remembrance it's a continuous climb and for a new muslim it is undoubtedly a great struggle abu huraira reported prophet muhammad peace be upon him as saying that god states i am near to the thought of my servant as he thinks about me and i am with him as he remembers me and if he remembers me in his heart i also remember him in my heart and if he remembers me in a, in assembly in an assembly i remember him in an assembly better than his and if he draws near me by the span of a palm i draw near him by the cubit and if he draws near me by the cubit i draw near him by the space covered by two hands and if he walks towards me i rush towards him muslim it is simple to comprehend how things work with god unlike the people around us with whom it is exhausting to keep things stable you have to pussy foot around their sensitivities you have to pussy foot around their sensitivities remember their big days keep track of their likes and dislikes be wary of their mood swings and in some cases with particularly complicated mortals you have to read between the lines to understand them better and even then you do not know where you stand with them
It's just complicated. Don't you think so? On the other end, we are in this remarkable relationship with our Creator where nothing is complicated because we do not have to figure anything out nor bear the brunt of moodiness. In fact, God Himself has declared in the above, in the above hadith, God Himself has declared in the above hadith how we are supposed to hold our end of the rope. Yet, time and time again, we erroneously apply human psychology. psychology. We erroneously apply human psychology to our ties with God. Glorified be He. When we wrong ourselves, we further plunge into our miseries, sentencing ourselves to doom, guilty as charged. We feel that we have lost face, and somehow repenting would be like hitting a nerve somewhere, and that we stand no chances of forgiveness anyway. And hence we attribute him, who is Ar-Rahman, the most merciful, and Al-Halim, the bearing, towards our own incapability of profound forbearance. Again, and hence we attribute him who is Ar-Rahman and Al-Halim towards our own incapability of profound forbearance. God's test to strengthen our faith. One thing that echoes in my mind are the words of one of the sisters before she broke off contact. She said that she thought by saying her Sunnah or Shahada, sorry, she thought by saying her shahada, her testimony, meaning saying, I bear witness that there is no God except Allah, and I bear witness that Muhammad is his messenger. Uh, saying her shahada, uh, one thing that echoes in my mind are the words of one of the sisters before she broke off contact. She said that she thought by saying her shahada that her life would get easier and the difficulties that she was facing would reduce. And maybe others had some of the same thoughts. Many of us have felt that after we become or we became Muslims, that the tests go, that the tests got harder. Many of us have felt that after we became Muslims, that the tests got harder. Maybe it was Satan trying to pull us back. Maybe it was God testing us to give us a chance to strengthen our faith and realize that we need to turn to Him. Or maybe it was because we were having to learn a new way to react to life's challenges by working out how to respond to them in a way that would please God rather than our own desires. So what tools can we use to develop hope in the future? Developing links with God. The main tool is to develop a closer relationship with God to learn more about Him, develop and strengthen links with Him, and turn to Him for support and guidance. This can be done through reading the Quran and reading good books about Aqidah, the belief, the creed. It can be done through listening to talks, attending Friday prayers, and being in touch with people who will remind us of God and help us to get closer to Him. But the main way to get closer to God is to develop a personal relationship with Him through dua, supplication, and following His guidance. 
seeking sincere forgiveness. For reverse who are finding that it's difficult, try to hold on to your faith and be patient for a while longer. God promises that he will test us, but he also says that he does so because he wants us to turn to him. And we will surely test you with something of fear and hunger and the loss of wealth and lives and fruits. But give good tidings to the patient who, when disaster strikes them, say, Indeed, we belong to Allah and indeed to him we will return. Chapter Al-Baqarah, the cow, chapter 2, verse 155 and 156. Islam gives us the tools to get through difficulties and hardships. It promises us that God is merciful and wants the best for us. All we have to do is believe in this and we can get through anything. And this gives us the hope that tomorrow will be a better day. And if the challenges still seem continue to continue, and if the challenges still seem to continue, perhaps we need to turn to God more. Perhaps we need to have a little more faith in the fact that he will answer our supplications when it is the right time and that he knows best when that time will be or will come. It's not always easy when you're going through challenges to be able to see the big picture. Just have faith that the one who can see it knows what's going on and he wants what's best for us. When you come out the other side, you'll be able to look back and see it too and with the knowledge that the best is yet to come. Inshallah, God willing, either in this world or in the hereafter. Just hold on to your faith and the rewards will come to you. A believer's good deeds. God reminds us that through some good deeds may seem minute. God reminds us that Though some good deeds may seem minute or mundane as compared to achievements of other people, the weight of the deed falls under his judgment as only God will eventually bestow rewards or punishment upon a certain person. Why were there not among the generations before you person possessed of balanced good sense, prohibiting men from mischief in the earth except a few among them, whom we saved from harm. Those who did wrong gladly pursued the life of luxury that they were given and were evil doers. Hoot, chapter Hoot, chapter 11, verse 116. Turning good deeds into lifelong habits. Without doubt, Prophet Muhammad left a telling reminder of the importance of good deeds just before his departure providing a huge incentive for Muslims to constantly engage in good deeds and ward off bad behavior or behaviors. But as human, as believers are, grappling with temptation and fluctuation levels of faith is a daily battle for many. At the same time, however, the highest abode of heaven, as a promise for those who engage in the best deeds, is a temptation like no other, and its rewards are not superficial or temporary. And definitely no no contest and definitely no no contest as far as returns are concerned. The secret in turning good deeds into lifelong habits is achieving a strong relationship with God and asking for his help when engaging in good deeds. God in turn opens doors to many opportunities to further excel as a Muslim 
and a believer must remember that so the benefits of deeds do spill over into the hereafter all sorry of all the forms of ritual worship in islam of all the forms of ritual worship in islam prayer in arabic salah is unique it is typical of islam and is entirely different from the usual kind of prayer familiar in other religions the prostration in a prayer symbolizes symbolizes the worshippers total and unconditional submission to god almighty of course certain supplications are recited in a prayer following the prophetic teaching but the objective prayer is not this worldly life muslims can pray to god for the solution of the immediate problem or problems they confront anytime in any language but they are not authorized to change the language of the utterances in a prayer nor can they change its form or content muslims have to strictly adhere to its form as taught by prophet muhammad may peace be upon him muslims believe that god has made prayer compulsory for all his prophets as well as their followers as it is evident from the quran to moses god said what means verily i am allah there is no god but me so worship me only and establish regular prayer for my remembrance chapter taha chapter 20 verse 13 and 40 or verses 13 and 14 the important aspect of a believer's faith is his or her relationship with god and nowhere is this relationship exemplified as in a prayer prayer lifts a person spiritually towards his or her creator and if it is done with devotion and sincerity his or her heart will be filled with the love of god and the hope of paradise praying five times a day helps muslims to constantly remember god and seek his forgiveness and pleasure besides it offers an occasion for repentance so that they earnestly ask allah for forgiveness of the sins they committed prophet muhammad said may peace be upon him imagine a stream outside a person's door and imagine that he bathes in it five times a day do you think he would have any dirt on him the people said not at all the prophet then said the five daily prayers are like that the five daily prayers are like that allah wipes away the sins by them al bukhari god answers everyone's prayers the most important aspect of a person's relationship with god is his or her strong faith and sincerity this relationship with god is clearly borne out and strengthened by prayer if the prayer is performed with true devotion to god and with a sincere heart it will have a lasting effect on the person god has infinite might and knowledge he is the possessor of everything in the entire universe every being every object from the seemingly most powerful people to the greatest riches from the magnificent celestial bodies to to a tiny animal dwelling on the earth all belongs to god and are all under his complete will and control a person who has faith in this truth can pray to god for anything and can hope that god will answer those prayers for example a person who is seized by an incurable by an incurable disease will surely resort to all forms of medical care yet knowing that only god 
restores health, prayers will be offered to him for recovery. Alternatively, a person with some kind of fear or anxiety can pray to God for relief and to remove all forms of fear. A person who encounters difficulties in accomplishing a task can turn to God for the removal of difficulties. One can pray to God for countless things, for guidance to the true path, for acceptance into paradise with other true believers, for a better grasp of paradise, hell, and the might of God, for good health, and so on. This is what God's messenger, peace be upon him, stressed when he said, Shall I introduce you a weapon which will protect you both from the evils of enemies and increase your sustenance? They said, Yes, O messenger of God. He said, Call your Lord day and night, for a prayer is the weapon of a believer. Al-Mundiri Prayer, a special connection with God. In Islam, the term worship in Arabic ibadah does not signify merely the pillars of Islam such as prayer, fasting, charity, or obligatory charity or pilgrimage. It includes all the activities of a believer. In fact, it stands for everything a Muslim believes, says, or does. When believers perform all of the activities of their lives seeking the pleasure of God, then all their deeds become worship. Naturally, this also includes the ritual or the rituals they perform, such as prayer. We can see that the relation, sorry, we can see that the worship of God, as visualized in Islam, whether it is a ritual or non-ritual, prevents evil thoughts and actions, and thereby purifying life. Indeed, sincere Islamic worship trains the individual to lead a life of complete obedience and submission to God. Certainly, a person's God consciousness awakened by prayer strengthens him or her against temptations arising from the weakness of the flesh. Thus, it is a prayer that enables believers to keep in constant touch with their Creator and to keep steady in the face of the temptations and the pressures of life. Alhamdulillah. Praise be to Allah. This is the end of chapter 2. Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. In the name of Allah, most gracious, most merciful. How to find peace and serenity? Part 2 Chapter 2 How to get closer to God Bonding with the Creator God's test to strengthen our faith Developing links with God Seeking sincere forgiveness A believer's good deeds Turning good deeds into lifelong habits. God answers everyone's prayers. Prayer, a special connection with God. <coughs> Bonding with the Creator. We are pretty much 
aware of what remembering God entails. It's about daily prayers, regular reading Quran, fasting, enjoining good and other obligations, and of course forbidding evil. But what is important is growing in this relationship. And to grow in this relationship such that God comes rushing to us, as mentioned in a hadith Qudsi, there are two things that need to be taken care of. Consistency in worship and leaving all that can turn us away from God's remembrance. It's a continuous climb. And for a new Muslim, it is undoubtedly a great struggle. Abu Huraira reported Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, as saying that God states, I am near to the thought of my servant as he thinks about me, and I am with him as he remembers me. And if he remembers me in his heart, I also remember him in my heart. And if he remembers me in, a, in assembly, in an assembly, I remember him in an assembly better than his. And if he draws near me by the span of a palm, I draw near him by the cubit. And if he draws near me by the cubit, I draw near him by the space covered by two hands. And if he walks towards me, I rush towards him. Muslim. It is simple to comprehend how things work with God, unlike the people around us with whom it is exhausting to keep things stable. You have to pussyfoot around their sensitivities. You have to pussyfoot around their sensitivities. Remember their big days, keep track of their likes and dislikes, be wary of their mood swings, and in some cases, with particularly complicated mortals, you have to read between the lines to understand them better. And even then, you do not know where you stand with them. It's just complicated, don't you think so? On the other end, we are in this remarkable relationship with our Creator where nothing is complicated because we do not have to figure anything out nor bear the brunt of moodiness. In fact, God Himself has declared in the above, in the above hadith, God Himself has declared in the above hadith how we are supposed to hold our end of the rope. Yet, time and time again, we erroneously apply human psychology, psychology. We erroneously apply human psychology to our ties with God. Glorified be He. When we wrong ourselves, we further plunge into our miseries, sentencing ourselves to doom, guilty as charged. We feel that we have lost face and somehow. Repenting would be like hitting a nerve somewhere and that we stand no chances of forgiveness anyway.
and hence we attribute him who is Ar-Rahman, the most merciful, and Al-Halim, the bearing, towards our own incapability of profound forbearance. Again, and hence we attribute him who is Ar-Rahman and Al-Halim towards our own incapability of profound forbearance. God's test to strengthen our faith. One thing that echoes in my mind are the words of one of the sisters before she broke off contact. She said that she thought by saying her sunnah or shahada, sorry, she thought by saying her shahada, her testimony, meaning saying I bear witness that there is no God except Allah and I bear witness that Muhammad is his messenger, uh, saying her shahada, uh, one thing that echoes in my mind are the words of one of the sisters before she broke off contact. She said that she thought by saying her shahada that her life would get easier and the difficulties that she was facing would reduce. And maybe others had some of the same thoughts. Many of us have felt that after we become or we became Muslims that the tests go, that the tests got harder. Many of us have felt that after we became Muslims, that the test got harder. Maybe it was Satan trying to pull us back. Maybe it was God testing us to give us a chance to strengthen our faith and realize that we need to turn to him. Or maybe it was because we were having to learn a new way to react to life's challenges by working out how to respond to them in a way that would please God rather than our own desires. So what tools can we use to develop hope in the future? Developing links with God. The main tool is to develop a closer relationship with God to learn more about Him, develop and strengthen links with Him and turn to Him for support and guidance. This can be done through reading the Quran and reading good books about Aqidah, the belief, the creed. It can be done through listening to talks attending Friday prayers and being in touch with people who will remind us of God and help us to get closer to Him. But the main way to get closer to God is to develop a personal relationship with Him through dua, supplication, and following His guidance. Seeking sincere forgiveness. For reverts who are finding that it's difficult, try to hold on to your faith and be patient for a while longer. God promises that He will test us, but He also says that He does so because He wants us to turn to Him. And we will surely test you with something of fear and hunger and the loss of wealth and lives and fruits. But give good tidings to the patient who, when disaster strikes them, say, Indeed, we belong to Allah and indeed to Him we will return. Chapter Al-Baqarah, The Cow, Chapter 2, Verse 155 and 156. Islam gives us the tools to get through difficulties and hardships. It promises us that God is merciful and wants the best for us. All we have to do is believe in this and we can get through anything. And this gives us the hope that tomorrow will be a better day. And if the challenges still seem to continue, and if the challenges still seem to continue, perhaps we need to turn to God more. Perhaps we need to have a little more faith in the fact that 
he will answer our supplications when it is the right time and that he knows best when that time will be or will come. It's not always easy when you're going through challenges to be able to see the big picture. Just have faith that the one who can see it knows what's going on and he wants what's best for us. When you come out the other side, you'll be able to look back and see it too and with the knowledge that the best is yet to come. Inshallah, God willing, either in this world or in the hereafter. Just hold on to your faith and the rewards will come to you. A believer's good deeds. God reminds us that through some good deeds may seem minute. God reminds us that though some good deeds may seem minute or mundane as compared to achievements of other people, the weight of the deed falls under his judgment as only God will eventually bestow rewards or punishment upon a certain person. Why were there not among the generations before you person possessed of balanced good sense, prohibiting men from mischief in the earth except a few among them whom we saved from harm? Those who did wrong gladly pursued the life of luxury that they were given and were evil doers. Hoot, chapter Hoot, chapter 11, verse 116. Turning good deeds into lifelong habits. Without doubt, Prophet Muhammad left a telling reminder of the importance of good deeds just before his departure, providing a huge incentive for Muslims to constantly engage in good deeds and ward off bad behavior or behaviors. But as human, as believers are, grappling with temptation and fluctuation levels of faith is a daily battle for many. At the same time, however, the highest abode of heaven as a promise for those who engage in the best deeds is a temptation like no other and its rewards are not superficial or temporary and definitely no no contest and definitely no no contest as far as returns are concerned. The secret in turning good deeds into lifelong habits is achieving a strong relationship with God and asking for his help when engaging in good deeds. God in turn opens doors to many opportunities to further excel as a Muslim and a believer must remember that so the benefits of deeds do spill over into the hereafter. All, sorry, of all the forms of ritual worship in Islam, of all the forms of ritual worship in Islam, prayer in Arabic Salah is unique. It is typical of Islam and is entirely different from the usual kind of prayer familiar in other religions. The prostration in a prayer symbolizes, symbolizes the worshippers total and unconditional submission to God Almighty. Of course, certain supplications are recited in a prayer following the prophetic teaching. But the objective prayer is not this worldly life. Muslims can pray to God for the solution of the immediate problem or problems they confront anytime in any language. But they are not authorized to change the language of the utterances in a prayer, nor can they change its form or content. Muslims have to strictly adhere to its form as taught by Prophet Muhammad, may peace be upon him. 
Muslims believe that God has made prayer compulsory for all his prophets as well as their followers, as it is evident from the Quran. To Moses, God said what means, Verily, I am Allah. There is no God but me. So worship me only and establish regular prayer for my remembrance. Chapter Taha, chapter 20, verse 13 and 14, or verses 13 and 14. The important aspect of a believer's faith is his or her relationship with God, and nowhere is this relationship exemplified as in a prayer. Prayer lifts a person spiritually towards his or her Creator, and if it is done with devotion and sincerity, his or her heart will be filled with the love of God and the hope of paradise. Praying five times a day helps Muslims to constantly remember God and seek His forgiveness and pleasure. Besides, it offers an occasion for repentance so that they earnestly ask Allah for forgiveness of the sins they committed. Prophet Muhammad said, may peace be upon him, imagine a stream outside a person's door and imagine that he bathes in it five times a day. Do you think he would have any dirt on him? The people said, not at all. The Prophet then said, the five daily prayers are like that the five daily prayers are like that allah wipes away the sins by them al-bukhari god answers everyone's prayers the most important aspect of a person's relationship with god is his or her strong faith and sincerity this relationship with god is clearly borne out and strengthened by prayer if the prayer is performed with true devotion to god and with a sincere heart, it will have a lasting effect on the person. God has infinite might and knowledge. He is the possessor of everything in the entire universe. Every being, every object, from the seemingly most powerful people to the greatest riches, from the magnificent celestial bodies to, to a tiny animal dwelling on the earth, all belongs to God and are all under his complete will and control. A person who has faith in this truth can pray to God for anything and can hope that God will answer those prayers. For example, a person who is seized by an incurable, by an incurable disease will surely resort to all forms of medical care. Yet, knowing that only God restores health Prayers will be offered to him for recovery. Alternatively, a person with some kind of fear or anxiety can pray to God for relief and to remove all forms of fear. A person who encounters difficulties in accomplishing a task can turn to God for the removal of difficulties. One can pray to God for countless things, for guidance to the true path, for acceptance into paradise with other true believers, for a better grasp of paradise, hell, and the might of God, for good health, and so on. This is what God's messenger, peace be upon him, stressed when he said, Shall I introduce you a weapon which will protect you both from the evils of enemies and increase your sustenance? They said, Yes, O messenger of God. He said, Call your Lord day and night. For prayer is the weapon of a believer. Al-Mundiri.
prayer a special connection with God? In Islam, the term worship in Arabic ibadah does not signify merely the pillars of Islam such as prayer, fasting, charity, or obligatory charity or pilgrimage. It includes all the activities of a believer. In fact, it stands for everything a Muslim believes, says, or does. When believers perform all of the activities of their lives seeking the pleasure of God, then all their deeds become worship. Naturally, this also includes the ritual or the rituals they perform, such as prayer. We can see that the relation, sorry, we can see that the worship of God, as visualized in Islam, whether it is a ritual or non-ritual, prevents evil thoughts and actions, and thereby purifying life. Indeed, sincere Islamic worship trains the individual to lead a life of complete obedience and submission to God. Certainly, a person's God consciousness awakened by prayer strengthens him or her against temptations arising from the weakness of the flesh. Thus, it is a prayer that enables believers to keep in constant touch with their Creator and to keep steady in the face of the temptations and the pressures of life. Alhamdulillah. Praise be to Allah. This is the end of chapter 2. The podcast you just heard was made using Anchor. Ever thought about making your own podcast? Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free. Sign up now at anchor.fm slash new. That's anchor.fm slash new to get started.